At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Sattenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, are we going to get used to saying the commanders when it comes to the Washington football team? I don't know. I was just calling them Washington, and I had no problem with that because everyone was saying that, oh, they can't be the Washington football team. And I was just like, why not? Like in all across sports, like around the world, we refer to teams by their cities. It's like it's a very American thing to refer to teams, you know, by their nicknames. And even think about college sports. We refer to teams by their school. And the majority of the schools are locations, right? There are a few schools that are names, but the majority are locations. You know, we refer to Alabama as Alabama. It's not the Crimson Tide. We refer, you know, it's who's played. Uh, we had, you know, let's say it's Alabama against Auburn. It's North Carolina against South Carolina. This is not a foreign topic. So I was very surprised to even find out when it was announced, I don't know, a long time ago, that Washington was actually going to have a name, that they were going to rebrand the franchise. I just felt, why can't we just call them Washington? Why is that a big deal? And I always hated when people were like, it's the Cowboys against the football team. No, just it's just, it's, a, it's Dallas against Washington. It's the Cowboys against Washington. It's not a, not a hard concept to do when you talk about you know, it's think about European soccer, right? It's Manchester against Tottenham. It's Liverpool. It, it, it's the city. It's the location. And the same thing, like I said, with mo- the majority of college teams that represent the either state or city in which they are located. But, hey, the commanders are here. The Washington commanders. Good for them. Not going to win the NFC East next year. Although, I shouldn't say that. A different team has won the NFC East every year since, like, the Eagles had their run. It's double-digit seasons now that a different team has won the NFC East. So maybe maybe next year is the commander's year. 
that'll be something that we'll definitely uh, keep an eye out for. Uh, also, what I was keeping an eye out for was the latest edition of Point Spread Weekly, which will be available now. And our very own Steve Mackinnon, who each and every week has done a great job of giving us stats and trends as it relates to each round of the NFL playoffs. And we have these trends for the Super Bowl. Let's start with the spread and money lines. Favorites in the Super Bowl are 34 and 20, straight up. But have an ATS mark of 25, 26, and 3. The 1982 game, that was a pick'em point spread, so no favorite in that one. However, over the past 20 years, underdogs have ruled against the spread. 14 and 6 ATS, including 10 and 4 in the last 14 Super Bowls. Tampa winning outright as a three point dog last year. The straight up winner, now, this is something that is very, very interesting. We've given out these numbers in each round of the NFL playoffs, but this time, the numbers are even better. The straight-up winner in the Super Bowl is 46-6-3 against the spread. Think about that. In the Super Bowl, the underdog has never covered a point spread without winning the game with a line of less than six points. The underdog has never covered a point spread without winning on a Super Bowl line of less than six points. If you like the Bengals, just bet them on the money line. In fact, don't bet them on the money line. Bet Joe Burrow to win the MVP. You get plus 225. And if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, he's going to win the MVP. Better than the plus 170 that you're going to get. But to say that they're going to lose the game but cover the four and a half, that's very, very rare. In fact, like I said, it's never happened. That a team that with a spread of less than six, that a team has lost the game but covered the number. Now, there's been underdogs less than six that win outright, and it happens a lot. The straight-up winner, 46-6-3 and three against the spread. The, uh, let's see, NFC, AFC totals, then, man, don't really need about that. Um, the team with the higher playoff seed, which this year would be the Rams, the team with the higher playoff seed, just 2-15-2 against the spread in the last 25 Super Bowls. It, we've had equal seeds match up in 2011, 2014, 15, 16, 18, 19. And, um, oh no, I guess we have two number four seeds. So yeah, so there is a matchup. Um, they are the same seed in this one. 
Yeah, that's right. Rams were the four. So the team with the better record, that is the Rams, going into the Super Bowl, 29-19 and 19 straight up, but has lost 11 of the last 12, including the Chiefs last year against the Bucs. Wow. So the team with the better record, 29-19 and 19 straight up, but has lost 11 of the last 12. Teams playing in their first Super Bowl appearance against an experienced team, 6-2-1 ATS in their last nine. Uh, Now let's talk about the totals. In the 54 Super Bowls that have had totals, the over is 27, 26, and 1. The last three games have gone under. The first time that there has been an under streak that long since there was a four game under streak, 2005 to 2008. 2019 was a record under that fell short of the number by 39 points. There have been an average of 46.2 points scored in the Super Bowl on posted totals averaging 44.9. Totals in the early years were, you know, we don't care about that. Uh, Let's see. We have 2020 was the only one of 17 Super Bowls in history that saw both teams uh, reach the 20-point mark and, I guess, go under. 14 of those were overs, uh, so that's interesting there. Um, in fact, let's see here. We have, num- oh, key numbers. This is important. The numbers that you need to get, the average winning score of a Super Bowl, 30.1 points. The average losing score is actually 16. So there's been an average winning margin of two touchdowns. 16 of the last 18 games, though, have been decided by 14 points or less. So that makes sense. The NFL is much more competitive over the last two decades. Uh, The Giants in 2008, became the first team in 33 years to win the Super Bowl without scoring 20 points. The Patriots did it in 2019, the lowest winning point total ever when they scored 13. Uh, 22 Super Bowls have failed to reach 14 points. 22, excuse me, 22 Super Bowl teams have failed to score 14 points. The record in those games, those teams won and 21 straight up. The only win was that Patriots a couple years ago over the Rams when they had 13 points. So if you don't score two touchdowns, you ain't winning the game. One and 21 straight up and against the spread. If you don't score 14 points in the Super Bowl. There are teaser numbers we can get into here. Uh, in terms of six-point teaser trends, favorites 35 and 19, underdogs 36, 17, and one. Interesting stuff there. Um, and then Super Bowl totals 
the over on a six-point teaser, 36 and 18, the under 36, 17, and one. So kind of equivalent on both sides, overs and unders. Basically, six-point teasers have been successful any way you slice it, four ways. Underdog, favorite, over, under, uh, meaning that the games have been relatively close to the numbers that you're seeing being posted. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Go over some of the trends as far as what teams did in the regular season and how they performed in the Super Bowl coming up next year on The Look Ahead here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Join our own Stormy Bon and Tony on Friday the 11th at 6 p.m. for the Big Game Betting and Beers event at the South Point Casino here in Las Vegas. Stormy will be joined by our guys in the desert, Chris Andrews, Jimmy Picaro, and Vinny Mayugo for a fun and informative look at betting this year's big game and stories from behind the book about all the action these legends have seen over the years. Uh, The event is free for everyone over 21, so stop by the South Point on Friday the 11th at 6 p.m. to get free samples of Bookmaker Blondale. Specials on Budweiser, purchase signed copies of Chris Andrews' book, and learn from these bookmaking experts. Scott Satterberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I want to talk about some of the regular season stats and trends and how it relates to the teams and their performances in the Super Bowl. All this stuff can be found in this week's edition of Point Spread Weekly in a great article written by our very own Steve McEnany. Make sure you go to vsin.com and get yourselves a copy of this. Uh, teams that scored more points during the regular season are only 6 and 13 ATS in the last 19 Super Bowls. What's a real coincidence about this is that both the Rams and the Bengals scored the same amount of points in the regular season, 460 points. Uh the ability to run the football actually pretty overrated when it comes to the Super Bowl. Teams that average more rushing yards per game just 
four and 13 ATS since 2005. Uh, those that averaged more rushing yards, poor, more yards per rush, six and 11 ATS in that span. The Bengals rushed for two more yards per game this season than the Rams. And that trend is 4-13 and 13 ATS. Uh, passing yardage also hasn't meant much. Uh, the team that owns the edge in total passing yardage, 8-12 and 12 ATS. In the last 20 games, L.A. had a slight edge in uh, this one here. How about uh, defensive trends? Teams that allowed fewer points per game during the regular season, they have won the last six straight Super Bowls. So, teams that allowed fewer points per game during the regular season are on a 6-0 and straight up and ATS run. During the season, the Rams allowed 21.9 points per game. The Bengals, 22.1. Teams that allowed fewer rushing yards per game and fewer rushing attempts or yards per attempt. Five and one, both straight up and ATS in the last six Super Bowls. Cincinnati allowed 0.7 fewer rushing yards per game than the Rams, but the Rams allowed fewer yards per attempt. So what these trends tend to tell me is that this is about the defense, right? The defensive numbers are actually better than the offensive numbers. Like, well, for the offensive numbers, those teams haven't done well. The better defensive teams have done well. And hasn't that been the trend, right? Like, offense gets you there, but defense wins it. That's why they say defense wins championships. So I tend to go with the better defensive team in the Super Bowl. Better offensive team leading all the way through the season. Defensive team in the Super Bowl. And that's where we have here. Uh, follow the money as well. Um, sharp money. Eight and six in the last 14 Super Bowls when they moved off the opening line. So eight and six ATS. Not a great trend there, but does tell you that the money has affected it. You know, that's the number of where the line has moved. Currently, the line has moved. Uh, towards the Rams with them going up to four and a half. But could we see some buyback on the Bengals? Could we see movement prior to kickoff next week uh, is a very big possibility. And that's when you'll have to readjust and see where the uh, money is going. So right now, four and a half for the Rams, 48 and a half for the total. And uh, that's pretty much where we're looking here uh, on some of these trends. Some of these exciting uh, things to, to bet on. The prop bets to bet on as well. And I early lean here is the Rams and the over. But I don't like the four and a half number. I don't. And the 48 and a half, I'm okay with it. But what I might think about doing. And it's not, doesn't make sense. There's not a lot of value in it. People will tell you that it's not a good uh, strategy to do. But, you know, 
teasing down the Rams or teasing up the Bengals, I think both could hit. I mean, look at the trends here. At the 54 Super Bowls, because the 1982 game was a pick'em. So in the other 54 Super Bowls, the the six-point teaser on the favorites has covered 64.8% of the time, 35 and 19. The six-point favorite pushing the underdog has covered 67.9% of the time. 36, 17, and 1. Those are pretty good numbers both ways. The total. Teasing the total. It's been 36 and 18 to the over. 36, 17, and 1 to the under. Again, 66.7%, 67.9%. I think it's... I think it's very interesting. Underdogs, though, in the last 20 years have dominated the six-point teaser, though. If you have teased an underdog in the last 20 years, you have covered 17 of those 20. Pushing up an underdog on a six-point teaser in the Super Bowl, 17-3, and in the last 20 seasons. And that makes sense because underdogs have just been on an incredible run in the last 20 years anyway. You know, underdogs uh, are 14 and 6 ATS over the last 20 seasons. 10 and 4 in the last 14. So think about that. I mean, underdogs in general over the last 20 years, are 14-6 and six ATS. And when you push them up by six points, that number improves to 17-3 and three ATS. So perhaps Bengals up to 10.5 is the move. Bengals plus 10.5 and, and over 42.5? Seems pretty attractive to me. And if you like the Rams and... What would you get him at? Plus one and a half? Not great. Seven point teaser, eight. I mean, not going to get him. Oh, I guess it would be. Yeah, seven point would get you plus two and a half. Eight point to plus three and a half. At one point, now you're just paying juice. I don't think that I would even do anything like that. I think if you like the Rams, just just lay it, if we're being honest. Just lay the points. Four and a half. Four, it's, it's a dead number. But the trends are overwhelming when it comes to just the winner covering the spread. The winner of the Super Bowl has covered the spread 46 times. 46 times. And think about that. We've had 55 Super Bowls. The outright winner has covered the spread 46 times, regardless of whether it was an underdog that won the game outright or a favorite that won the game and covered the spread. 46 times. The Super Bowl winner has covered the spread. Just lay the points to the Rams. Just lay it. 
And if you want to take the Bengals, like I said before, and Adam Burke even echoed it, don't take the Bengals on the money line. Bet Joe Burrow to win the MVP. Instead of plus 165, you get plus 225. And believe me, there is no one else on the Bengals that is going to win Super Bowl MVP if they win besides Joe Burrow. Unless the only way they win is when it's a 12-6 game and it's Evan McPherson with field goals and nobody else does anything. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, Matt Landis from uh, BetUS will join the show. We'll talk about some props for the Super Bowl right here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcasts. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vsin.com slash podcasts and get beating the book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They are all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Joined now by the host of the Props and Hops podcast, Matt Landis from BetUS, joining the program here. And Matt, as we gear up for the Super Bowl, I know you're diving into a lot of the props and the exotics, but as far as the hops go, I mean, what are you currently drinking right now? Because you got to be drinking something with that name of a podcast. Oh, man, we are swimming in riches. Scott, I'm out here in L.A. I know you used to be out here as well. And uh, it's it's just, you know, pick your poison. Um, on the opposite end of the spectrum with beer, it's it's just too good. I've been really digging lately a beer that's uh, it's called Green Chimera by a brewery called Highland Park. Not sure if you got to know them while you were out this way, but it's a 5.5%. I think they call it a rustic saison, which sounds a little bit maybe too crafty <laughs> to be too approachable to a lot of people. Basically, it mixes in a lager with like a tart saison that's kind of become really in vogue now. So kind of the best of both worlds. My father-in-law, favorite beer is Natty Light. I love to crush those with him. And if I want a beer in the craft direction with him, this Green Chimera beer by Highland Park, exactly the kind of thing we'd use as a transition beer. Very interesting. Uh, I loved uh, when I was out in L.A., drank a lot of house beer. Um, was a local uh, Santa Monica, had um, some stuff as well. And... Uh, when I was in Jersey, uh, Hell or High Watermelon was a good craft one for the summer. You definitely mm. want to enjoy that one. Watermelon-flavored beer for the summer only. Not for, uh, not, not for the fall, but in the summer, which uh, hopefully <laughs> it gets warmer soon uh, out here in Vegas. We're, we're there. We're almost there. It'll be 70 next weekend. Um, and you know, Perfect. obviously, in L.A., you're good with the weather. Uh, let's talk about the props, Absolutely. though. For me, my favorite prop bet to bet on the Super Bowl, and I do this every year. Some years it wins, most of the years it doesn't. But it's always plus money. Will there be a two-point conversion, a successful two-point conversion in the Super Bowl? Is that something that you would jump in on for this game between the Rams and the Bengals? 
That's not one of my annual staples, but I can see where it's a lot of fun to get involved there. So if you're just watching the game on some entertainment value, I can't fault that notion at all. One of my favorite annual staples that I have already gotten in play on this year would be for the second half to outscore the first half, basically playing into the notion that early on teams don't want to lose the game. And later on, I don't think they want to hold back when everything's on the line, especially in this matchup with coaches like Sean McVay and Zach Taylor. They've been quite run heavy lately and on early downs and neutral situations like we know we'll see at least early in this game. I think that might suppress scoring in the first half. I'm currently seeing this one as low as minus 115 at some books. I make it good up to minus 145. It usually does steam in that direction. So that's one of the staples I try to get into my Super Bowl portfolio early most years once the prop betting market opens. How about um, taking a look at teams to score three unanswered scores? Any read on that? Yeah, so that one, it's interesting because it sounds pretty specific and it might seem a little bit dicey when we've got a tight point spread. I know earlier you mentioned that um, I believe in a Super Bowl with a spread of six or less, anytime a team has won the game outright, they've also covered the spread. So when we have closer spreads like this, it can feel like you're threading the needle to need three straight scores. One team might not pull away from the other. But looking back just to last week, when we had both conference title games decided by exactly three points, the Bengals scored three times in a row. And in the NFC title game, both the Niners and Rams had runs of scoring three straight times. I think a subtle edge here, there's a way to get this prop home with only needing one stop defensively. And that's because teams can score at the end of the first half and also to start the second half. So from a pricing standpoint, I'm waiting on this one. It usually trickles down as the week, I guess two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl go on. We'll probably see it in the range of minus 200 come game day. That implies a break-even percentage of 67%. I think this one cashes more than 70% of the time. So, yes, to a team to score three unanswered times, probably going to be part of that Super Sunday portfolio as well. Yeah, and we're not talking about touchdowns here. Field goal does the job. So, it's not like we're asking yep. a team to take a 21-point lead. You know, <laughs> just get a couple of – get a, two field goals and a touchdown, and you're okay with the three possessions uh, being scored. Uh, what else will you have in your Super Bowl portfolio when it comes to the props or exotic props for this game? Yeah, exotics I'm still waiting to see. I've seen one uh, fun one at an offshore. Will Snoop Dogg smoke during the halftime show? <laughs> and it opened minus 400 to the no, and a lot of yes money's coming because now it's closing in on minus 200 to the no. Based on what I'm hearing, uh, that one might be closer to even money by the time he takes the stage. So keeping an eye on that from an exotic standpoint, another game prop that I like that I have already bet no onside kick attempt in this game. Mm. Uh, I don't want to sound like a buzzkill. I know usually uh, the sharper betters I've come across, and when I try to take a page out of their playbook, it's often rooting for things not to happen, and that might make it seem like we're rooting for a boring game. But to me, Scott, there's nothing boring about holding value and cashing tickets, and I think this one's going to cash. For some context here in the regular season, a record low 56 onside kick attempts and a record high 272 games with that 18th week this year. And that equates to about 21% of games having an onside kick attempt, a no big line for that percentage, minus 390. Mm. Maybe because it's the Super Bowl, higher stakes were more likely than usual to see an onside kick attempted. But I don't know if it's that much more likely considering we're seeing this one. Uh, currently, I've got minus 180s on the board, minus 210s. I like it all the way up to minus 250 that we don't see an onside kick attempt on Super Sunday. Interesting stuff. Uh, what about the idea of somebody other than a quarterback 
attempting a pass. We've seen in this playoffs alone, Odell Beckham Jr. complete a 40-yard pass to Van Jefferson. Earlier this season, Cooper Cup threw a touchdown pass that was called back due to a penalty. So we know that Sean McVay has gotten creative with the play calling. What do you like about that prop? Will a player other than a quarterback attempt a pass? Yeah, so typically that's one where it can be a lot of fun. Again, you're rooting for something crazy and really interesting to happen. So from an entertainment perspective, I can't fault looking that way for some pizza money. If I'm making a serious bet, I'm going to see what the numbers look like. But typically I'll take the no on that just from a pure pricing standpoint. Um, In fact, last year, I think I caught a rogue plus 160 when a book should have been hanging minus 160. And in that range, it just comes down to. How often do we really see it? It's really memorable. I mean, OBJ throwing that pass in the wild card game against the Cardinals. That was a really cool play, but I think it makes it harder to forget all the times that it doesn't happen. So if you're looking for edges, trying to grow the bankroll over time, usually that kind of prop will show value to the no. But if you just want to have a good time rooting for something crazy to happen, it's really cool if that does come through to have a ticket in hand to tell everybody else, I told you so. Any leans currently in the MVP market for you? I think you've been pretty accurate talking about looking Joe Burrow's way if you like the Bengals. I mean, if we look at his MVP odds against the Bengals' money line price, it Mm -hmm. implies about a 75% chance that Burrow's named the MVP if the Bengals win the game. And I think it's a bit higher than that. Yes, we could see a guy like Chase or if, you know, Trey Hendrickson or anybody defensively really pops, anything's possible. I know Joe Mixon, a good threat out of the backfield. But 75% might be selling Burrow short, especially when we factor in that humans voting on this often like a story to go with the numbers and what we see on the field. And Joe Burrow right now, an awfully easy guy to root for. Yeah, what about the Rams? Uh, I'm going to have some money on some defensive players. Uh, Aaron Donald, just because obviously he's the the marquee name. And then I'm going to sprinkle some on Jalen Ramsey at 100 to 1. And even Leonard Floyd at 150 to 1. For Jalen Ramsey, I think the storyline could be if he shuts down Jamar Chase and it might just take one pick six. And for Leonard Floyd, he could have the stats that you're asking Aaron Donald to have, which is a couple of sacks, maybe a strip sack and a fumble recovery. Yeah, I think particularly with Ramsey, you might be onto something. I recorded the Bet US NFL show today with pro bettors out in Vegas, also frequent VSIN guys, Las Vegas Chris and Scott Kellen. And LVC mentioned playing Ramsey at 100 to 1. At that point, you're basically looking for a pick six and a low scoring game where maybe Stafford throws a pick so he's not a shoe in for MVP because you need the Rams to win. But at that kind of price point, um, I think you've touched on it already on your show as well. I mean, Ramsey almost had a pick to seal the deal last week yeah. against the Niners. And if he can house one in the Super Bowl, he's, you know, a big name. Again, human element voting on this. If he makes any plays, people wouldn't shy away from considering him. So I like that look if we're looking anybody defensively to take home the MVP award. I thought about at, what was it, 500 to 1, I think it was, Eli Apple, uh, thinking on the other side, hey, he limits Cooper Cup, and then he gets a pick six, and we know Stafford likes to throw touchdowns to the other team. So uh, that was one that I was going (laughs) to possibly have some fun with. Hey, great conversation here, Matt. Great stuff. Uh, We'll be looking forward to uh, catching up with you again uh, coming soon, okay? Enjoy the game. Love it. You too, Scott. Thanks a lot. There's Matt Landis, the uh, hops and props and uh, from BetUS does a great job there covering all the uh, gambling stuff there. With And you mentioned, recorded the podcast with good friend of the program, Las Vegas Chris, here uh, on Wednesday. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VEASAN. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, Over, Under, and Against the Spread Bets. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And I love the exotics when it comes to the Super Bowl. And I know a lot of uh, books here in Vegas and online books around the country don't necessarily have a lot of these wagers. Uh, mostly it's a, it's the offshore books that have a, a lot of them, um, but they're fun to just talk about or bet with your friends. You know, like I like when I would host a Super Bowl party or go to a Super Bowl party, you fill out a prop sheet with everybody. And I would always include some of the exotics in the prop, like the length of the national anthem, which I believe you were able, I think DraftKings did have it uh, at some point and then pulled it off the board. Um, when uh, it got leaked last year. But there's always, that's always a fun exotic to take a look at. I actually have the, the number here listed as a minute 35 seconds, which would be the lowest recorded over under for the national anthem in the entire existence of this prop. And uh, Mickey Guyton is doing the national anthem. So uh, that is. Let's see. Don't know if we have any history on her, but that's the national anthem. Uh, Let's see, a minute 35. You'd have to start looking up to see any time that she's done it before and what the number came in at for her singing the national anthem. Let's see. The uh, always fun to bet on is the length of the last brave. Uh, Will the singer forget or mess up a word? How about this one? The number of planes during the flyover over under five. One, two, three, four, five. Can't go over, right? It's got to be under. What if it is not an airplane flyover, but a helicopter flyover? That's usually like two or three, right? Anyway, halftime specials. We know the halftime show is going to feature 
uh, Snoop, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, So who's going to come out first? The favorite is two or more of them coming out simultaneously. Snoop Dogg is your second favorite. Dr. Dre is your third favorite. Kendrick Lamar is the long shot. Uh, Over, under, total songs played during the halftime show. This one, I think, goes over. Because with this many artists, it's 10.5, by the way, is the number. I think it goes over because I think there will be some sort of montage and you're going to get snippets of songs. For instance, in my opinion, I think the first song is going to be California Love. Super Bowl in L.A., you have all these L.A. artists. Uh, Well, really, just Snoop, Dre, you know. So I think that uh, it'll be California Love because even the first verse of California Love is a Dr. Dre. So what I think happens is it's an iconic musical intro. Like, if if you watch the trailer for the Super Bowl halftime show, and you can go on YouTube, you can watch it, Pepsi commercial for the halftime show. They end the trailer with an overhead shot of SoFi Stadium and California Love playing. So I think they open with California Love. Dre comes out, does maybe the first line or two of the verse. You know, let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. And and cut that song just cuts off. And then they go into another song or, you know, nothing but a G thing or still Dre or something. Right? That could be possibly what happens. Uh, so you can bet on that certain places. Uh, Eminem, you know, you can, his color of his hair. Uh, and then I always love like commercial stuff, you know, which company, um, who's going to be, which celebrity is shown first. And these are all things you could do. Like I said, you do it with your Super Bowl party, you know, do like a, um, a commercial bingo. I've, have you ever seen that? where it's like a bingo card with commercials. So if you have a commercial with a dog, you check off the dog. Commercial uh, with a car, check off a car. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, check off Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> you do fun things like that. And then, of course, the one that I think gets the most action on, besides, I would say the props that get the most action are National Anthem Over Under, Coin Toss, Heads or Tails, and... Color of the liquid poured on the winning coach. We have orange. We have blue, yellow, green, slash lime. Uh, clear, that would be water, or some sort of, you know, different concoction there. Uh, red or pink or purple. And um, there's also none. Like, we don't get a Gatorade bath, but... I just feel like we always get a Gatorade bath, right? Uh, I think orange was the winning last year. Or no, blue was the winning last year with the Bucks. Anyway, uh, I love betting on this. What I, I actually last year, and I lost, I said clear liquid was, uh, clear was going to be the color. And the reason why I said that is because, and I thought the odds, it was like it's seven to one right now. So, I'm, you know, you're trying looking for a payout. I said, one, water. It's always, you can get the water. But also, with all the ad, the, the uh, inventions now, and uh, invention is probably the wrong word, but especially with Tom Brady playing, everyone's all health conscious now, and they have these electrolyte powders. 
that you can mix into your drinks. And some of them are colored, but some of them aren't colored. So I thought maybe, you know, the team equipment manager would have some sort of electrolyte powder inside the water, but it would still be clear, and it would be clear is what they would dump on the uh, head coach. But orange or blue is probably the way to go with this. I don't think that uh, it matters, the team colors. Like, no one's doing that. It's, It's player preference. You know, the players, whatever they like to drink, they like to drink. Whatever the equipment manager provides, that's what they provide. Uh, So it's not like, oh, well, the Rams are blue, so they're going to pour blue Gatorade. Or, hey, the Rams have yellow in their uniforms. They're going to uh, have yellow Gatorade. The Bengals are going to have orange Gatorade. No, that's that's nonsense. By the way, the Bengals will be wearing black jerseys for the Super Bowl, and I actually haven't seen which combination – the Rams are going to be wearing. So we know that the Rams are going to be wearing um, light colors, and they have two different white jerseys. They have the white jerseys, and they have the cream jerseys. So it says here, okay, yep, they're going to be wearing the white with the yellow pants. That's what they're going for. I thought they'd go with the cream, to be honest, because I kind of like those jerseys. But they are going with the white, traditional Rams throwback style with the yellow and blue sleeves and the yellow pants. That is going to be the uniform combination for the Rams in the Super Bowl. And we know that the uh, Bengals will be wearing black with their white or off-white pants. So... Call it a modern throwback, if you will, but that is going to be the uniform combination for the Rams and the Bengals wearing their black. The Bengals are designated as the home team, therefore they get a um, a choice, and they chose that. So the Rams actually um, had a 1-2 and two record in that uniform this season. The only victory was in week one against the Bears on Sunday night football. They lost back-to-back Monday night games against the Titans and the 49ers in weeks nine and ten, although one time they wore royal pants, the other time they wore the yellow pants. So if you're looking for their record when they're wearing that jersey, if it's going to have any impact on your wager for this game, that's (laughs) what the Rams have done this season in those modern throwbacks, the white with the blue and yellow. I guess it'll look good, the white with the yellow pants. I thought they would go with the cream on, the the, the cream color, you know, the off-white, and just go with the solid color. But that's what they decided to do. Players probably had an impact. They probably asked Odell Beckham Jr., and and that's what he decided. You know, he's the one I would think that would make those decisions. Anyway, that's <laughs> a little fun look at some of the exotics, and yes, the uniforms for the Super Bowl. Uh, let's get back into the NBA, talk about uh, what went down here on Wednesday, take a look at the schedule here for Thursday as the NHL is actually in its all-star break now here in Las Vegas. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.